and welcome to another season, another day, another dollar of Blossom Buddies. We're now in season five. This is a very special, well, it's not really special. It's just a, a two-parter. So we're going to bang off two, a two-parter we're as gonna one episode. Bang off. We're going to bang <laughs> off each other. Um, we have 40 minutes up on the clock before we get into it's the true. show. Craig, I originally put 40 seconds on the clock and then I was like, this is not enough time. <laughs> Welcome to the Blossom Buddies <laughs> podcast, the first and only 40 second podcast on the internet and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 30 seconds. We have we have 10 seconds left. If you oh, shit. Uh, you can find us on all social media <laughs> at blossombuddies.org. Nope. Bye. Bye. Just kidding. There's still 39 minutes and 20 seconds left that we have to fill. But we're going to talk about it's a two-parter. We're going to talk about uh, both episodes. We're just going to treat it as one episode. It was dumb. I'm going to get my opinionation out of the way uh, from the get-go. There was no it's, buzz, which was nice. It's another situation where Blossom is just being the worst for the whole it's time. The and oh, I don't man. like I don't like when Blossom is the worst for a whole episode. A whole episode because she's so fucking entitled. She couldn't have it any better. Like she has it better than her best friend Six, who has, you know, has a seemingly bad home life. You know, she's been to rehab and all this stuff. Blossom has like no real problems in her life. No, besides her mom. She's laughing. growing up. Yeah, she's like, just she's like basically upset for this whole two episodes, this two parter. She's just upset that she's growing up and people are moving on with their lives. And Which kind of just... makes it seem like it would be like the series finale. Like it, it kind of had that feel to it. Like, oh, Tony and Shelly are moving out and uh, Joey's going to play baseball and, and Nick's I think getting this a new is, wife. I think this is a classic, um, like re, this was a repilot. I think this was kinda, to pivot yeah. the show into more more based around Nick interacting with, the, with Kennedy the kid, Blossom yeah. interacting with the kid, and then... Tony probably went off to try to be mo- like do movies, and also Joey probably went off to try to do other stuff. Yeah, like so Melissa and Joey and uh, the Joey Brothers or whatever that well, show is called, <laughs> Brotherly Love. Brothers Keeper or Brotherly Love didn't I think started either this year or the next year? Because um, I remember watching that quite a bit. Tony yeah. was only in that movie about I think it was called Sideshow or Freak Show, uh, directed by. Uh, uh ted or bill from bill and ted oh really Crazy. uh what the fuck is his name and not keanu reeves that's for no, sure. hey go- something <laughs> uh hey google who plays bill and bill and ted alex winter i it was on the tip of my tongue i had uh i'm, I'm having a second i had to drink a beer while i was watching this episode so that's already gone down i'm having a second beer on this podcast so i'm tranquilized i'm tranquilized no frankly tranquilized frankly frankly tranquilized frankly um, dear i'm tranquilized so, so before we get in to the episode a little bit more i just wanted to just wanted to touch base with you how how have you been i haven't talked to you in a couple weeks we took a couple weeks. weeks off i think it's been two weeks it's been two weeks since we recorded ourselves talking anyway and put it on the internet no we, there's been messenger chats i've been playing uh baldur's gate dark alliance the 4k re-release on playstation and uh, i didn't realize okay, what a good game that was yeah there's a didn't yeah. baldur's gate 3 come out recently isn't that Yes, but Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance is a, a side game. Like it's not it's not part of the base Baldur's Gate games. It's uh it's a hack and slash kind of like Diablo. Oh, sweet. 
Oh yeah, I think I noticed. I think is it a PS5 game? I've been playing it on PS5, but it's uh, I think a PS4 game. Like most games are PS4 games still. That's true. uh, Because they can't make enough PS5s for everybody. But like, is it a PS5? Like, is it the PS5 version of it, or is it just a PS4? No, no, it's just PS PS PS4 Pro. I guess it's a PS4 game with like PS4 like Pro enhancements because it's 4K. That's the cool thing about um, owning a PS5 and not owning the Pro is like it feels like such a massive generational leap from the. I forget what game you were mentioning to me. You were like maybe it was Horizon. I don't know when you got your PS5 and you had your your fairly new 4K HDR TV and you were just like, holy crap, the PS5's graphics are awesome. And I'm just like, I didn't say it because I didn't want to rain on your parade. But uh, everything that you were experiencing was like the PS4 Pro upgrades. I know. But also the PS5 has um, some upscaling. Uh-huh. That's true. To, to faster, like, it's faster frame rate. It's so fucking much faster and better. And like, better sound, lock, man. Like if, uh, if you don't have rates. a PS5 or if you have a PS5 and you haven't played any PS5 games, get a PS5 game because the sound is much better. Much Returnal? Better Returnal's good. Uh, I played, I'm, I'm playing a bit with headphones. I got to find, I got to get another uh, mini USB cable because my my PlayStation headset uses old school USB cables for charging. So I played it until my headset died and now I'm just playing without, without headphones. How have you been? Uh, good. I Pfizer shot. I got my, I am half, half skinnated. I can't, I don't know if you'll be able to see that on the video version, nope. but uh, I am half skinnated and hexinated, half vaccinated. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy 13 hilariously. I finished the base game, but I've, I'm using this walkthrough where I'm going to try and 100% the game, which is going to require this is probably the most boring, nerdiest thing ever, but it's going to require uh, like 30 hours of farming one kind of animal. Um, but I never that, did. That it. reminds me of uh, the, the World of Warcraft episode of yeah. South Park when they just spent like seven weeks killing wild killing pigs. boars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have already put in three hours. Um, it's going to be much longer, but what I've been doing is I'll pop on for like, I'll pop on for one hour and do it and then play something else. Um, And then will you pop off? Then I'll pop off. Uh, (laughs) I'll put on like a YouTube video and pop off. Uh, Well, I pop after I pop on YouTube. That's where I like to pop off. Poop, poop tube. So let's, (laughs) let's get back into this, uh, yeah, oh, we have uh, we have it's very exciting a new intro. Oh, I didn't the, notice the, that there was a new intro. I skipped it. You didn't notice? Yeah, there was no, no uh, like the whole uh, that whole dancing routine that they've done the last two seasons, or has three it been seasons. three? Yeah, new new intro. It's just kind of like uh, some watercolors on the front of the house. It's not even like not even a full intro. It's oh, not it like just... cut cut to intro. It's just like blossom and watercolor on the house, and then it's like starring all these people. I wonder if they knew the show was done this season. Like if this, if they knew, because it, it feels simultaneously like a leap forward, but also really like, let's get, let's just get all of these kids out of the house and let's wrap this thing up. But it also felt like in 1990, late 94, when this is started to air, the quality of like the graphical fidelity is a bit better. Not it's not like a leap to HD or anything, but compared to the last couple seasons, it looks less like an old early 90s show and more like a late mid to late 90s show. If you know, does that make sense? 
It does. You can see the scan yeah. lines. You can also see yes, the scan. You can lines. see the scan lines. Um, Jason and I are both watching on Disney Plus now, um, which I don't know if it's on Disney Plus in the states, but I guess in the states no. it's it's probably on Hulu, on Hulu or something. States. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Which you is see cool. The, the inter inter whatever the scan lines. It's cool. I got used to them pretty quickly. It would be if nice you, if my fancy TV could detect them and just smooth them out. Yeah. Or if you had uh, if you had an old block TV that had progress, progressive scan or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I bet this show looks amazing on a CRT go back to, progressive scan TV from 2000 and 2001. Probably. I got to go back to 2008 and stop myself from throwing out my 480p TV. Oh, man. I, I had, had one it, yeah, that weighed four hundred pounds. Like it was the heaviest. It it was so heavy that I got it into my like I moved in with this guy, uh, my roommate, um, and I left it there for the next roommate that came in because I didn't want to ever yeah. move it again. It was like you yeah. you can have this TV because I, I I won't have a TV, but That's I'm not crazy. lifting this thing again. And it wasn't like a fl- like it wasn't like a floor model. It was just a fucking mm-hmm. massive. It was like it was a thirty inch. But it was, it was pretty a two, big. Mine like was a, mine was twenty five inch, and it was uh, not too heavy. It was manageable, and I brought it with me. Uh, well, I only moved with it once, and then, I don't remember what I did with that. I must have given it to somebody. I wouldn't have just thrown out a perfectly good TV. It was just you not threw HD. It out. I might have thrown so, it. Out. It was big. I also a, had my last monitor, my last computer monitor before going flat screen was a twenty one incher, and it just like uh, you're exaggerating a bit with four hundred pounds, I imagine. But this. Uh, monitor weighed like 80 pounds it was 200 pounds i think it was 200 pounds and i'm not being hyperbolic i couldn't that's, like that's believable the, it it was so fucking big it was like the big like i can't even believe it was like the peak of crt tv technology too because it it looked great but then you plug a you plug the sixth generation or whatever the the 360 yeah. and ps3 era era and yeah, it just HD. you couldn't read you couldn't read the yeah, like text. I know I don't know about the Xbox, but the PS3 still had like 480p output. It was crazy. I, I, the yeah, 360 did not because I had a 360 before I got a PS3, and I I was play, trying to play GTA 4 or something or no Red Dead, and I couldn't read like it was the the scan lines made the uh, the text all garbled. Anyway, that's no. uh, that's what we've been up to. <laughs> uh, this episode is yeah. uh, called A New Life. This is part one. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, directed by Gil Junger, who I think is Oh, I missed the director. That's, uh, have you looked into Gil Junger? Gil Junger is known for, he directed the movie 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, okay. And he directed the movie Black Knight. Holy shit. This is like, is this is Black like Knight, movie. hold on. I, I haven't heard of Black Knight, but I'm guessing, and tell me how close I am, that it's uh, a, a stoner comedy where uh tracy morgan time travels back to medieval times close it's but you're one comedy generation too late it's martin lawrence travels Mm. back and is like i'm black and everybody and i'm a knight you don't remember this like what anyway he also directed the movie um like it's like a knight's tale except with someone black yes yeah he also directed the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the WWE Productions movie uh, starring Mike the Miz, Mizan, and, and Paige. Uh, where the fuck is it? It's some Christmas bullshit. Christmas Cupid? Where? Oh, sorry. Santa's Little Helper starring mm. Mike the Miz, Mizan, and 
Paige. Nobody Both. beats the Miz. Paige uh, retired from wrestling because she took too many blows to the neck. Miz uh, still wrestles on WWE Raw to this day. Good for him. I don't. Good for him. He's a two-time yeah. WWE champion. He, he his first his first gig was the Real World. He's a he's the only person to successfully transition from the television show The Real World to W two-time WWE champion. So I, I imagine this is before they had NXT. Way before. And he used the Real World as his uh, his his springboard into wrestling and then yeah. and then wwe were like wow we can use reality tv to to auction not auction audition wrestlers and then yeah that's he what NXT his first thing like. in wwe was he was the host of the diva search which was their own wwe kind of had their own reality thing it wasn't like they, it didn't have its yeah, own show that. but it was like a reality tv segment on raw and smackdown where they would yeah. just have these like models come out and like have wet t-shirt contests because wwe was absolute God, trash was a, in the early a, 2000s a, it was like it was like a dumpster fire but like not your average dumpster that you see behind like grocery stores and apartment buildings it was like uh those giant dumpsters that yep. they put at the bottom of those chutes when they're building buildings and they have to drop all the stuff down the chutes and like dropped, one of those dumpsters was on fire that was the wwe that was the like wwe the in 2006 uh basically you had like you had the diva search thing that i just explained every match was like big roided out dudes still like this is the era of big roided out dudes were and still when did shane mcmahon like hurt himself on the cage and they stopped doing like big giant cage and ladder matches he had that big fall one no, he fell off the Titan Tron, but they didn't. He he's gone on to do crazy, more crazy stunts. Even now, in his forties, no, but I thought that was like the turning point. That like WWE was like, we need to tone down the danger. Like they stopped would, doing no, the was, Dudley Boys with the tables. Uh, it was after point. Chris Benoit murder suicided his whole family. Then they yeah, stopped do doing chair shots to the face, let's, and let's stop giving everybody concussions on purpose. Exactly, and you don't see chair shots to the head really in wrestling anymore, unless mm-hmm. you're watching the indies. Um, and you don't see a lot of blood in WWE. You're not allowed to blade in WWE. It's just bad for you. Also, sets yeah. a bad precedent for wrestling because then every match. Anyone who's listening blood. who who is unaware, blading is hiding like a razor blade in your your wrist. Uh, wrist wraps and then cutting yourself so it looks like you've taken a hit particularly bad. or if it's the 80s in your actual mouth in oh my jaw. gosh really hulk hogan used to do that yeah hulk hogan rick flair used to hide it like in their yeah in their mouth insane like if you just kick, if you take a hit like that was supposed to hit you on the top of the head and you accidentally hit it in the jaw and then like you just cut your you just bite a razor blade yeah that's insane. or if you accidentally swallow the fucking razor blade mm-hmm. well, Oh god. Fucking crazy. They must have had like uh some kind of secret code word. Like I swallowed my racer plane, stop the match. <laughs> as far as I know, it never happened. Okay, so we have talked about no blossom so far. No uh, blossom at all, except for how much we're we don't have want to, to talk about this episode. So Gil Junger uh, uh fucking what's her face? Judith D. Allison wrote the episode, and it is a very Judith D. Allison episode. This is Don Rio. Don Rio's had just got a credit. No, I saw the, Don Rio in the credits. credits. Yeah, it was written by Judith, what's her name, and Don Rio. Oh, and Don. So it's so, a semi-Don Rio episode. We start the episode in the kitchen. Uh, Blossom and Nick are discussing that Carol is going to be moving in, and of course, Blossom is 100% against it. There's nothing 100%. really else that happens in that scene. Blossom just acts like a petulant child. I'm going to be saying petulant mm-hmm. child many times. Yeah. 
throughout this she episode. keeps uh, the, the whole time like blossom keeps throwing out like the moral high ground as nick calls her out for later just like she's like oh you guys aren't married you shouldn't be doing it i'm morally opposed to this but we all know that's uh bs yeah so then we go to the living room blossom and joey are discussing the issue joey doesn't mind joey's fine because he's uh he's dumb but like is he though we'll get to that later is, yeah we'll get to that later uh but he's like just happy he says something along the lines that I thought was funny where he's like, well, if, if she gets, if she comes into the house, that means Nick's not going to notice when I bring bimbos over. Yeah, no, I wrote it down. He said something like, um, uh, if he can shack up with someone, then so can I, or something like that. Yeah. So Blossom proceeds to insult him using several big words, which he also does throughout this whole episode, which is more annoying than normal. Uh, Blossom does go on like big word tangents quite a bit. Like she uses $10 words a lot, but in this episode, she does it more than ever. I hope this, I hope this isn't a permanent like character change for Blossom because she's no, what I feel, I feel like it was a a precursor to um, the conversation about Joey's intelligence, which will come later. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were, they were revving up, ramping up for that. uh, Yeah. That whole scene. So Blossom comes, um, so yeah it just goes over joey's head basically kennedy comes down from upstairs and she's like hey blossom you want to see my new room and blossom's just like nah i've seen it shut up because it's shut just up, joey's older shut up, yeah she's just a total bitch but we find out that uh joey's getting the garage apartment tony and shelly are moving out and blossom didn't no one know told blossom that. Yeah, so Blossom's upset about that as well. Then uh, while while Shelly and Tony and Blossom are talking about this, they talk about Carol and they all start making fun of the way English people talk. <laughs> and then, of course, Carol comes in and then she's like, oh, by the way, I don't wear bloomers. Yeah, they're making fun of her for taking the lift and putting things in the bin and uh, and mm. wearing bloomers. And, and she, she's like, am I interrupting? And they're like, no. And they're mortified. She gets a tea or a water or something. And then she leaves. And as she's leaving, she's like, well, I don't wear bloomers. Um, now we're up in Blossom's thing. room. Carol, uh, I, I just want to—I I, want to put Carol into the Blossom Buddies Hall of Fame because she deals with Blossom's shit like a champ. Is she? She's like she's overly nice to Blossom, but you can tell that she's just like seething. And also, she always throws in little backhanded like. There's one where there's one later in the episode where Nick's like, "What are we gonna do with Blossom?" And Carol's basically like, "You know, we'll just give her some time. We'll give her some room. We'll be extra nice to her. Maybe a cattle prod." And I fucking love i love that for carol so you know what i well, agree because she always takes the high road even though she like makes it known that it's a real piss off she's like this yep. bothers me a lot but like i'm an adult and i can deal with it it's just unnecessary i don't think my i don't think either of my parents like they, they've been split up since i've been was nine or ten i don't think they either either of them had something they were dating that i was outright a fucking dick to and i was an angsty 17 year old i was but i was lost. never that's true I was precocious though. I was, I was yeah. ahead of my time when I was a kid, but like, I wasn't, I didn't go up to my mom's boyfriend and be like, fuck you. You fucking, <laughs> fuck you and your <laughs> you daughter. fucking British. Why do you talk like that? You stupid British. <laughs> <laughs> you British. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make the word British a slur. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking, just, oh, it's like when you, British. it's like when you put a little bit too much mustard on calling somebody a Jew, like you, people are Jews. Jewish people are <laughs> yeah. Jews, but, but if, if you, you say, say well, I'm not going to say it. A, I'm not, not going to say it. But it. if you say it a certain way, so let's do that with British. You <laughs> fucking British. <laughs> fucking Brit. Goddamn Brit. 
I think bread it can be used that way, the same way as Yankee can be used with a little bit of Yank. a little bit of mustard. Fucking, fucking Yanks. Put some English Yank. on it, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Uh, okay. So that, yeah, that kind of doesn't. Whatever. That's the end of that scene. They Blossom bond some Blossom's more. with six in her room. Uh, six is the voice of reason. Reason as always, because yeah. Blossom's tradition. Like, uh, it's season five, so Blossom's bedroom has a new. It's a new bedroom now. I didn't really it looks, notice. It's updated. You're you're the one no, with the I keen noticed. eye this time. I only noticed I that so. the show looked a little bit better, but I didn't. We do get to see into Six's room at one point, and her fucking room is. We get to see it is, but we see the exterior of Six's house for the first time. I'm also, I think sure. I think there was a, a a mistake on the set where when they opened Six's door, you could see out and you could see above, and I don't know if that was like supposed to be the style like no of like the the mold at the top, or if it was if it was just where the fucking um wallpaper ended <laughs> and you could see the top of the you'd see the top I of the set anyway there's another set set inconsistency that i i want to talk about here in a minute i think it happens in this scene so blossom and six talk blossom's doing the fast talk because she's stressed down freaked Upset. out yeah uh blossom's frustrated that everybody's leaving and six is just like that's like you're gonna see your brothers often tony's a yeah. mooch he's gonna come gonna home all fine. the time Joey, Six is confused by Blossom hating Carol so much because she's like, yep. okay, well, what's the deal with Carol? And Blossom's like, well, she's good looking and loves my dad and she's crazy about me and her daughter's crazy about me. And Six is like, being supportive, she's just like, yeah, what a bunch of awful people. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell she doesn't know what the fuck Blossom These aren't problems, problem is. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had somebody in your life that absolutely loved you and was nice to you and cool to you and you hated them for fucking seemingly no reason other than you're just like angsty they don't like they talk about Vinny in this scene too and i thought i thought it was like oh well she's they're gonna bring up how she's pissed that Vinny's gone and she's mm. having a hard time dealing with it but they talk about it in this scene and then they don't talk about it again for the rest of the yeah, they talk about it for about 10 seconds they're like you're right i do miss Vinny, and if he was here like i probably wouldn't be so pissed yeah uh, and that's the end of it and then yeah. six is all like, well, I'm always here for you, but I got to go. I have a date with a bald kid tonight. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> but did you, there's more to it, though. She makes oh, a joke there? about how I think he knows my dad left behind a tube of Rogaine. Oh, yeah. And then Blossoms, this is this happens twice. And I wanted to bring this up because of the, the set thing. She slams the door and the fucking whole set. Like the whole oh, set fuck. shakes, and it's the whole nice. set, like the wall, the wall behind, like it was just it looked so fake. And this has happened in the past, but I never brought it up. But I only brought it up this time because it was so obvious. Because Blossom, not in an angry way, slams her fucking bedroom door every time somebody leaves for some reason. Yeah, it's too much. Are you gonna get high on this podcast right now? Yeah, um, right now, because uh, I'm out of out of alcohol and i have to go too far away from my computer to make more alcohol i have to make it <laughs> to distill it distill the shit i have to, to distill some tequila so um we're back yeah. in the kitchen we're back Blossom in the kitchen Blossom's sitting, in the moping. Yeah. Yeah, just, sitting, just in, the sitting in the dark nick's like what are you doing sitting in the dark she's like well it was light when i started sitting here and i guess i didn't notice the cell phones weren't it's, invented it's yet something that's like true. smartphones yeah, she I could was understand. Literally just sitting in the dark. I could understand if you know nowadays you sit in the dark on your phone. I could see. Yeah, like laptops barely not... existed. Like she couldn't even have a, a like, like. I think all all the computers were pretty much plugged in. If you had a laptop in 1994, 95, whenever this is, like, huh, 
You were f- had a massive battery pack on it that died in like 40 minutes. Yeah, it was a Toshiba and it was about four inches thick. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I remember seeing a laptop with uh, VGA like uh, VGA graphics for the first time and being like, what the fuck? You can only do this on a 486. Yep. Jokes on you. It was a 486. If you're a kid, if you're below a certain age and you're listening to this right now, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, no. So yeah, Nick, uh, it freaks out Nick. Blossom is remembering all the good times. Nick, Blossom is really hung up on the past. In this oh my gosh, she's like, oh, I was just like thinking about all the times we had in this kitchen, like when, when I, when Tony got home from rehab and he seemed so strong to me, or when Joey hit his head on the something. I don't know. Or when Mom fucking burnt something over oh, there with her cigarette. Where we had um, to, so. we had to come up with a place to place the phone. Like Blossom, what are you talking about? <laughs> So like this is where it kind of starts to become apparent that like a this didn't need to be a two-parter uh and b blossom's real problem is that like everyone's growing up and life is changing and she's just it, it's kind of like that episode a few episodes ago where she was all brooding because she was turning 17 yeah pretty much um but this is just more of that and not not as like endearing i found that to be kind of like i get in a mood i can get in moods where i'm just like everything's dark for a day I get that, but I don't get being just like irrationally dickish to every all the people that care about me for no reason. Yeah. So basically, Nick is like, you know, change is good. The blossom is just like, I don't know, I'm gonna have like. Anyway, and the next thing we find out that Joey's given his Playboy collection to Kennedy. The, <laughs> how old is she? Seven-year-old girl. Six or seven. <laughs> there, yeah. Um, and he's like, don't worry, I took all the pictures out. Uh, they're coming with me. Whoa. Yeah. He, he it was does a bad a massive woe. It was a massive woe, and the woe itself was good, but it's just like you didn't need to woe that. You just, I mean, you he set himself up for a woe. He's psyched that he has a stack of ripped out nude boob boobs. <laughs> Craig took yeah. a take took a hit to his brain, and now he's coughing up a lung. To my brain. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. You'll end up like you'll end up like Tony and, and Craig. We find out on this throat. episode later that Tony got he got slapped by a doctor in 88 because he was just strung out because he, he wasn't, wasn't breathing. breathing we'll get to that this too. is your throat <laughs> this is your throat on drugs any questions um so yeah we that's the fucking so what did the, what did he give kennedy a bunch of like adult cartoons and fucking interviews with baseball stars and movie been, stars it would have been like two pages because like <sighs> Like even any page that did not have like naked pictures on it, the other side of the page probably. The other side, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like Playboy in the night, like traditionally in the eighties and nineties and before was like Maxim is now, where there are were articles. So there, the joke, the the joke that oh, I only read for the articles does have a lot of merit because it's a lie, but you you know that there's articles in it. But they were always just like reviews of cigars and. Yeah. Interviews and, and with they would always like, have like an Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Exactly, some sleazeball, some Hollywood sleazeball. Yeah, who, who had a I mean, probably, I would like, say Rob Lowe yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not a, a sleaze dog anymore, but he he not was anymore, when he was on he all was. the all the booze and drugs. Yeah, uh, Rob Lowe. You would have seen Rob an interview with Rob Lowe around the time of his sex pervert scandals. Oh, for sure, probably Hugh Grant, and probably uh, uh, whatever that prostitute's name, sex worker that Hugh Grant slept with. They probably interviewed her. 
I don't. Anyway, remember. we're getting off topic. It doesn't, you don't remember? <laughs> did you have a subscription through that whole fiasco? Uh, yeah. So Nick Nick tries to connect with Kennedy and offers to read her uh, one of Blossom's favorites as a kid, Treasure mm-hmm. Island. And Blossom is a total dickhead and takes the book and it's like, no, it's mine. I don't believe that's your book to give, Dad. Yeah, like you're fucking seventeen. You're done high school this year, and you're tra- you're traditionally like pretty, like pretty cool headed. Taking yep. a book from a literal kid—that's come on. So, Joey goes into the kitchen to talk to Blossom. They talk. They talk about the past some more. Uh, Joey reminds her that he won't be around, um, and she's she's like, "Well, you know, I actually liked growing up with you. It may not seem Joey's like it." Blown away and by what, that. Sorry, the context—the context of me saying he reminds her that she won't—he won't be around—is because. Here's one thing that's good. I won't be around anymore to bug you. And she's like, you know what? I kind of need you around because he, you know, keeps her keeps yeah. her grounded. I would imagine, yeah. flex her brain a bit, and then flex they kind of it, act- it actually pivots off of Blossom. Oh, yeah, to Joey. Joey's actually nervous about like leaving home, which well. is the first time Blossom Blossom's isn't talking about like... herself in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> she's all like, "Well, on the bright side, you're gonna have the best hair in baseball." Which like man, Joey's hair looks good in season five. He's even better somehow. Yeah, he's modernized the he's modernized the classic Joey hair look. He really just did like a bit of a swoop in front. It's a lot more gelled yeah. up. Um, oh yeah, a lot more taken care of. So the, the uh, anyway, then we the cut to the living room, room and then everyone's eating takeout, uh, some Chinese, Chinese food or something. And uh, I think it's right before Tony and. Tony and Shelly are getting ready to leave or, or Carol's just moved in or whatever. And yeah, Blossom, my note is Blossom is bitter still because like, apparently we need two parts, a two-parter episode for her to have any character uh, development. Uh, and then Kennedy, Kennedy is going to miss Joey. And then she says, whoa, she does a little, whoa, we get a little, whoa, from little Kennedy. Blossom is a dick in this scene by way of, Carol's about to say something and Blossom just stands up mid-sentence and says, does anybody want anything from the kitchen? Yeah. And then they, they say, she offers to get coffee and then Nick's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't yeah. interrupt And people. Blossom's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry. It was such an interesting story. Do go on. Yeah. And Carol and takes like, uh, the high man. road again. And she's just like, oh, that's fine. Why don't you bring us all coffee? Bring us all coffee. And Kennedy's like, I want a tea. And then Blossom, once again, is a dick. And she's like, I'll bring four cups of American Java and a tea. And storms out of there. Blossom's the worst. Yeah. But we're in Blossom's uh, room. Nick goes up to be like, dude, <laughs> come on. You got to work with me. Like, I've given you a shot. Um, Like, so, Blossom's still claiming the moral high ground. And yeah. Nick's basically just not having it. And Blossom calls six. And that was a pointless conversation. Because she's just bitching. She just bitches to six. She just bitching to everyone who will listen. And then Kennedy yeah. comes in. Well, before, but Nick for... also is very in, in, into it. Like he's like, I, it's got to be something else. You, 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 don't, you don't act like this traditionally. Did we already talk about. Um, Nick offering to give Blossom the house. Did we skip think, over is that, that this scene? I think that's this scene. Like, I'm pretty sure he was just kidding, but he's like, I got a solution. Like, you can have the house. And then the only person to annoy you will be you. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. And six calls Blossom. Uh, sorry, Blossom calls six to tell her about the house thing. But the, yeah, then right. Kennedy comes in 
and Kennedy is the sweetest That's little for help reading. nice person ever. Yeah. And this is where the, explains what the word precocious means. This, yeah. And, this is where the precocious uh, then, conversation then they bond over up. their parents leaving them. She had Kennedy's, uh, you know, wise beyond her years. And she's just like, Oh, is your mom nice? Like my dad left me too. And like, don't worry, I can use your dad and you can use my mom and everything will be fine. Like, don't worry about it. And then Blossom gives her treasure Island. Blossoms. So the, the cracks are starting to, there's chinks in the armor. Yeah. Blossom's and then Blossom up. slams the door again and the whole fucking set shakes again. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if they'll fix that in future episodes. I hope so. It's very off putting. It it's, ruins the immersion. So back and in the living room. We get a heart to heart with Tony and Blossom in the living room. And that's just like an obligatory heart to heart, like, eh, things are changing, eh, whatever. Yeah. This is the, like that scene. the doctor joke that I mentioned earlier. I, I wanted to point out that the show might be getting a little bit edgier uh, because it's growing up with an audience so they can get away with more. And this joke that to- that Tony makes about a doctor slapping him and because he wasn't breathing in 88, it's the drug thing. The other one was like something about like the place that they're moving into has an airline pilot. And then Tony yeah. says, hey, I'll have somebody to go to AA with. Yeah, yeah, that was in the other scene where everyone was eating takeout. Oh yeah, what the hell was that like? Stereotype that all pilots are wasted. I guess there must have been one of those incidents because there have been incidents where pilots have been drunk. There must have been like something in the news. Was it that movie Sully? There was was that one. There was also the when did Sully happen? Nope. That happened in 2009. No. Stop. I don't know if the listeners could hear that, but that Sully happened in 2009. Um, So not the inspiration for that. What what about that movie with uh, Denzel Washington? Hey, Google. Stop. (laughs) What about that movie with um, Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Hey, Google. What's that movie with Denzel Washington where he's a pilot? Movie directed by Robert Connection. Like Connection. Bell Washington, Kelly Riley, and Nadine Velasquez. Um, but when was that set? Excuse me. Uh, We're fuck. not off the rails, yeah. Craig. We are going off the rails. We have very little time left. I don't I don't care when that's set now. We have four anyway. minutes left. And we haven't even got to the second part. <laughs> we have four minutes left. <laughs> we have four minutes left. Okay, let's just try to let's just try to rat. We can just get through this last part in four minutes. There's nothing really happens. I did want to point out that we got a next time on during the credits. Um, they're having dinner. And t- they're ha- if we go over by a few minutes, also whatever. We talked a lot about nonsense. Um, this is our season premiere extravaganza. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Blossom, Nick, and Carol and Kennedy are having tea and cookies. Everything seems fine. Kennedy wants to uh, wants her to read to her sister Blossom, but then Nick announces that they've gotten engaged. What? I thought I was just. Gonna, I, I mean, I made myself laugh. I was just going to go yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't stop myself from laughing. I was never very good at making crank calls because I would always laugh in the middle of them. That's brutal. And I was just, I was, I was like just about to. Good at it. I was, I was just going to prank you by just going, yep, 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 yep. Do I do that? Said. I don't know where this is stemming from. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I said, <laughs> yep, just, yep, a couple times, and then I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing that. That's funny. 
Uh, yeah, so yeah. basically, you buried the lead a bit on this whole moment, but Nick and Carol are engaged. Episode I two. OMGs. Oh, All right, so, that was yeah, twice as long as we wanted to talk about half of this episode. That's true. So let's Blossom's bitter again. Bug. Yes. So Blossom was warming up to them, and now Blossom's uh, upset again. So uh, we're back in the living engagement. room. This is part two. Joey's packing. Joey con- gives Carol the congrats. Carol asks for her opinionation of the whole of Joey's opinionation. The engagement. Joey tells. Yeah, she wants his blessing. Her, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I like you. All of Nick's exes are, are losers, except for this one that had really big. Uh, oh, I don't mind. Yeah. Careless for Classic the blessing. Joey. Gives it. Classic Joey. Oh, I wrote down that the beginning of the episode is Joey like packing uh, for to go away for to play baseball. And he's having trouble deciding between bringing his baseball teddy bear or call back his Mr. T doll. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Remember when so, he had the Mr. T doll and then Mr. T talked to him? <laughs> I do remember that. That wasn't that long ago. (laughs) We're up in Blossom's Uh, room. Nick checks in. (laughs) And she's writing to her mom. Uh, Blossom wants to move out. Uh, He says she can't, but he doesn't really have any good reasons other than she's 17 and doesn't have a job. And she's like, I can get a fucking job, dude. Um, Blossom (laughs) feels like she isn't part of the family anymore. And she's from, she's like out of time. Like she's, from another time in this new yeah. family that's moving on with their lives and she doesn't want to fucking grow up. Yeah. Uh, Nick is like, fucking try. <laughs> Nick's, Nick's compares her to her mother, which I'm starting to see the yeah. parallels now. That time in Paris messed Blossom up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Nick's Paris, don't go no, there. Ex- this is yes. your kid on Paris. Uh, Nick knows that she just has to accept what's happening and Blossom is very hard-headed and isn't going to. So then we cut to Joey's car. I, I can. I've got four paragraphs here. I can get through the rest of this episode. <laughs> it, like if I, Do just, it. If I okay. So just Blossom runs away with Joey, insults Joey's music, and it's rap, and it's good rap. You may have recognized the song. I don't know what it's called, but I, it's, I didn't recognize the song. But I was like, this is not like cheesy made for TV rap. Like no, it's it's a, a like it's song. a good. It was a good song. Uh, Blo- Blossom does the old racist. sitcom trope. Yeah. Uh, she's acting like an old grandma about rap music, quite frankly. She throws the That's tape out the window. She uh, throws it out the sunroof, actually. Oh, <laughs> I was like, shit, Joey's car is a sunroof? That's pretty awesome. I looked away for a second, but then I could infer what had happened. Uh, yeah. And then Joey's like, "It's I'm so happy you're coming with me. I don't know why dad was so mad about you wanting to come watch me play baseball. And Blossom's That's like, the, I'm not coming to watch you play baseball. <laughs> I'm running away from home. Yeah, I couldn't care less. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get one thing straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he freaks out about that. Blossom finds out that Joey still gets an allowance in this scene as well because he's stupid and people always help out stupid. So this is the conversation that they have here. Uh, Blossom asks if he's been feigning stupidity this whole time. And And he doesn't answer. He doesn't give a straight answer. No, he's just kind of like, I don't know. Jokes on everybody, I guess. It's like, what? And then he says mind reaper instead (laughs) of uh, mind reader. And this is where like, again, with Blossom, like using all those $10 words earlier, is like now Joey's doing the same thing that he like always does, trying to use big words and screwing them up. But it's right after Blossom accused him of like faking it. So like, is he faking all of this? Is he really smart? And he just like is playing dumb to keep getting an allowance. And we'll get to that. Expectations. 
we'll get to that in the next scene but i'm i'm starting like we've talked about this a few times and it's starting to lean that way so mm-hmm. joey's like do you want to go get cheesesteaks from this motel restaurant that has everything made of cheese and it's all meatless it's all meatless and it's all made from cheese and he lists off a bunch of things like meatless cheese sandwich and meatless this and meatless that and i was like wait they had vegetarian food back then but they didn't he literally means that everything's made from cheese and then the car begins to overheat which we don't really go back to he's like is the car overheating he's like yeah we're better pull off the highway like the cheese hotel is just up here. They so walk in and there's Joey. cheese wallpaper. Yep. Um, and then they is this where they have they have the back and forth here that we were just kind of alluding to where Joey keeps using big words but mispronouncing them. Beggars cannot be chewers, and it's not really a big word, but it's he says escape a paid at one point. Yeah. Um, and blossoms like for anyone who's confused about that. Well, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Bloss- Blossom, what are you doing? Blossom's like, uh, fucking dude, have you been reading? Because I feel like you're using like your vocabulary is growing. And he's like, well, kind of. I, I'm figuring I'm going to get a lot of interviews when I'm a baseball player. So I wanted to not sound like adult. And he, she's like, oh, what have you been reading? And he pulls out two romance novels, but they're like romance novels for dudes. <laughs> it's like the blonde. I missed that. Thing. I missed that. They had names like the blonde, the blonde, uh, blonde bikini summer, and another one like that. And they, but they were like books. And she's like, "Where the fuck did you get this?" And he's like, "A dude that I play with has a a trunk full of them. His car trunk is full of yeah smut <laughs> romance novels for bros." Um, and then Blossom calls Nick. It skip. It switches yep. to Nick's point of view. Well, now we're in the kitchen. Um, yeah, we find out that Kennedy basically Nick makes some joke, but he's still like, "You gotta come home." Uh, we find out that Kennedy wants to marry Joey one day, which is fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Even though Nick is like, "Well, that would now that would be interesting," and I was like, yeah. "No." Um, Carol reassures maybe Nick we get that a, maybe we get oh, okay. maybe that's the that's the Blossom reboot for twenty twenty one. Kennedy married marries Joey, and but six is still in the picture, and she's. Or or six marries Joey, and then Kennedy is a little jealous. Uh, you know, like twenty five year old. We get this a, is a why they're never going to reboot Blossom because on. there's no like real thread. <laughs> there's no avenue. There's no real thread they can pull from this old because nobody remembers any of this or watched it when it was on apparently or liked it when back. it was on. Joey's playing for the White Sox. I don't know. Maybe it's a baseball <laughs> show. It's been thirty years or something. <laughs> Fuck, twenty five years anyway. Um, no, he's coaching the White Sox. He's he's that old because he would be like billionaire. fifty. Yeah, he's a tech a tech billionaire who owns <laughs> the White Sox. Um, yeah. Nick wanted wanted Blossom to be older before this stuff started to happen. He makes a joke. He's like, "Well, in thirty years, when I'm old and senile." But what he means is when Blossom is actually old enough to be like dealing with these problems, not seventeen. Um, we're back at the motel. Joey's slamming junk food and watching the baseball game. Blossom criticizes him up and down for just be like trying to have a good time. Like, keep in mind, Joey is just doing what he would be doing. He's going to play a baseball game in a couple of days. He's in a hotel room, living it up. Fucking yeah, with his chips. sister, with his sister, not someone he has to impress. No, exactly. And his sister is there just giving him the works for just having a Calling good time. Calling him a pig over and over. 
And then he's like, well, if you think your life's going to be any different when you marry some schmo, guess again, because all men are like this. And you know what, Craig? Jason. Let's eat chips and drink beer. Um, I love eating chips and drinking beer, but I think he wasn't even drinking beer. I think he was drinking soda. He was drinking, yeah, he's drinking soda. But she says, uh, he says that if you don't, if you think that you're not going to have a husband who wants to watch the game, eat chips and drink beer, you got another thing coming. Um, And then Joey's like, Blossom's just losing it over nothing, having a complete conniption fit. Joey's like, I don't like spending time with Sylvia Plath. And then Blossom takes it, is taken aback by that. And it's like, how the fuck do you know who Sylvia Plath is? And he's like, well, I had this girlfriend and I wanted to impress her. So I tried to read some books, but it turned out that she was uh, dumber than me. Didn't actually read Sylvia Plath. So I know who some people are. It seems like they had a lot of ideas about how to broach the subject of Joey being a little bit smarter. And they try to jam mm. them all into this episode. It's like a weird character <laughs> yeah. growth thing. Where I mean, Joey's there's not- been moments like there was one. I don't, I don't know if it was in one of the Paris episodes where Joey was just like all of a sudden very like had a very high emotional IQ. And yeah. just like sorted Blossom's problems well, out. Him dealing with his mom. He's got a high emotional IQ over over that because he doesn't entertain any of her bullshit. Maybe he's a yeah. little bit guarded, but still, like he doesn't. She, he's the youngest. He doesn't owe her anything. He's spent the least amount of time with her out of the three siblings. Um, but yeah, bless him, just being a total B. Um, but she's a GD Joey, B. Joey is taking the insults in stride because he's worried that. Blossom, they didn't say it outright, but basically Blossom is becoming jaded. And Joey's kind of like, the reason why I think you're so special is because you didn't, you didn't, you weren't like the average person who's like an asshole. You're always, you yeah. always had this like calm coolness to you. And now that you're being just like, out, like you're lashing out all the time, you're just kind of like everybody else, like every other high school student. So like what gives? Um, So I guess she just like left the next morning. Cause now we're in, this is the end of the episode. Uh, we're in six. Yeah, it just room. jumps to the, she's uh, suddenly back home. They, I think we they probably to wanted to do like another four parter for this because it's this. They just skip right to like they feel like they skipped a whole part. But yeah, they, it's Blossom's room, uh, Six's room. Uh, Blossom bursts in. Six is meditating, and then Blossom is like, "I'm going to stay with you for a bit." But Six wants to know all the intimate details of Joey's penis. Six is her, meditating by listening to Pearl Jam, by the way, which is great. That's yeah. how I meditate. Um, Six immediately asks what Joey wears to bed and then asks if Blossom has ever seen him naked. And Blossom is like, that's my brother. Don't be a fucking creep. And then she gets, uh, she continues to be creepier and creepier through the rest of the episode. Yeah. And Blossom was like, I'd rather go home and face my dad. She opens Six's room door and Nick is there. And then they basically just hash it out. Nick is like, change happens. <laughs> Blossom's like, okay, I'll come home and keep trying. And then we get a, so all of that for, for that, like the same argument they had at the beginning of the episode, Nick was just like, for the third time, it's just, this is the way it is. And Blossom's like, okay, I'll stop being a jerk more now. Yeah. Yeah. Like why is this conversation any different than the other conversations? Why was she suddenly convinced? Because bad writing. Uh, We get a credit scene where Joey goes back to his car and he got a tape called The Replacements and it was classical music. Uh, Yeah, which is uh, not The Replacements. No. I was like, what? I thought they were, it's like, I thought some punk rock was going to come on. 
But uh, that was that. This was our season premiere. Um, we got two bows. We got a weird Tony drug thing reference, sort of. Uh, in my opinion, Nation, um, I need something to happen on this show, or it's going to be a rough final season. Yeah. I was excited for the season, and now I'm not. Uh, well, we're almost I don't know there. Expected. Um, yeah, that's we've just covered two episodes tonight, which means there's what like 22 episodes left. Um, God, yeah, and then we're gonna have to we're gonna have to actually start talking about what our next thing's gonna be if we keep if we just do like some sort of podcast or not. Yeah, we'll, that, we'll, we'll see. figure it out. But uh, you can find us on all social media as always. You can Google us if you want to watch Blossom along with us. It is on Disney Plus. Um, ask us questions. Probably Hulu. If you're in Leave the state, if you're if one yeah. of our four listeners is somehow in the states, try Hulu. And let us know. I'd like to know where it airs in the states as well. Uh, thanks for listening for Blossom Buddies. I've been Jason, and I've been Craig. Bye. See you next time. You fucking. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 yep.